Welcome back, Welcome. everyone, to the Faded Town Podcast, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Again, those are facts. I got my boy Zach Everest here. I'm Kevin. We got another special guest for you today. He is the Sam Stoist. He's the guy who plays your deck better than you, Mr. Popularity, <laughs> Sam Chen. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Uh, dude? Thanks for having me. And for the record, I do not play Pokemon well anymore. Uh, I'm trying to get back in. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, you do like zero you... testing and you give zero fucks, but you still will do well. You know, Ghost of Zero League Cups yeah. makes worlds. You're that guy. I'll say this. Uh, I actually, I, I was like talking to Zach on PM yesterday, and I actually tested a few games just so I'd like get a sense of the format in case that ever came up. I don't want to sound like... Did your uh, decks have DCE in them? It was, yeah, it was very recently <laughs> that I learned that DCE rotated. So, like, too recently. <laughs> I, I was... Oh, he told me that. He told me that. You're like, wait, wait, I built this deck. You're like... That was real. Oh, real yeah, so DCE yeah, yeah. rotated. What? Rahul showed me, like, a wheezing list. And I'm like, wait, this deck would be so much... Like, why don't you play DCE? It's going to be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! Oh Why would God. you play oh DC? All right. He told me like he told he told me to go back to Taiwan and talk to him. Later. <laughs> I think it's what he told me to. So yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's, let's hear right. about you. How's your day going? Yeah, I'm doing up. Worked for a bit. Uh, just got off a call with a client trying to make that money so I can buy uh, buy cards from Unified Minds, I guess, right. and also the uh, also. Buy the airplane tickets I need to go to, to I don't know. So you still no, no, I, to uh, I don't know the SBs next year in like Singapore and like Brazil. Okay. Just okay. Okay. That well, I, I thought you were saying that you you needed your airplane ticket to Worlds. I'm like, you don't already have that. I thought you were like, I got it, I got it, I got it. That's what's up. So like, one thing we always ask the guests is because top players travel everywhere. What, what do you do for a living? Um, most, from what we've learned, most top players just do Pokemon, which is very. No, no, it's not. It's not. If they... Is it? Yeah. No. Come on. If, how do you travel the world just playing Pokemon? Just doing Pokemon? It's all it's they do. It's pretty surprising. That's all they do. They don't. It's I know. Like that's have, what I'm saying. You know, most people don't have like lives. Like, how much other money are they really making? Probably. To probably be able not to much. Probably not much. But they're not. It's not uh, like enough they, to travel. They don't have a life outside. It's not like they're going out and partying after after the tournaments. They're like oh. literally flying to the tournament I... and then going somewhere else. I actually have a theory on why, like, most of them are the ones who, like, play, like, who do Pokemon for a living. But uh, to answer your question first, uh, um, to answer your question first, I work at a consulting firm. Basically, what I do is I build and validate statistical models for, for banks. That's the easy way to say it. So uh, in terms of, like, the type of stuff I do, it's a combination of statistics and finance, and, and I do a lot of coding as well. So it's a mixture of those three worlds. Really, uh, uh, I don't know. For banks, I'm like someone you can rent for a little bit to project for them, and then because I have some like expertise in some like very specific fields of banking, so, so that makes you that always... makes you extremely valuable in the banking world, and, and uh, a hot a oh. hot commodity, right? Like you could charge whatever the hell you want. That's it's, it's not true. It's not I mean, we still have to have competitive pricing, but uh, but I mean, I I do I built up. I built up a good network, I think, in banking. Do you, so, I mean, do you, do you low cool. ball, do you low basically ball, work remotely. Do you lowball right? your competitors ever? 
What? No. Lowball, no. Oh. Oh, lowball my competitors? Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I'm gonna do it for like, you know, this prize to actually secure the deal. Uh, I mean, it's an industry secret, right? It's like, no, okay. <laughs> no, whatever. You can no, say that. That's we, allowed. Price, you can say I don't want to answer your fucking question, Kevin. We, we price price competitively. Okay. I'd say sometimes we go low if we wanna if we like want to get a project or if it's someone we worked with before. But you know, right. it's it's, right. it's 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 no different than any other sort of consulting business where you know the, the pricing of that this is you guys you guys talked to me some about some interesting shit like before we started recording and now we're talking about fucking competitive like, <laughs> right? financial consulting. <laughs> Fuck is this? so does this does this help does this does this help does this help with uh with your um i guess skills in pokemon yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess it's like the strategic thinking and like doing the stats and coding sort of helps. It's, it's, it's sort of like the same, like the mental acuity part and thinking about problems. It's, there's, there's, there's some connection. I'll say like what helps most about my job with Pokemon is uh, that I work from home. So yeah, I, I get to set my own schedule. Um, so like there's some days I do work like 14 hours from home. Um, but then, you know, I get to, I get to travel more freely on Fridays and, and to, to go to there charts. you go. That works. Wherever your laptop is, you pretty much can work. Right? Really, yeah. I there's a there's a joke for that period that I was like international last season to 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 cement like the top sixteen spot. There was a joke in the company that I I like worked from like whatever airport lounge I was in. So so people people would say people would like be like, oh, where's Sam this week? Is he in <laughs> <laughs> Jakarta? Jakarta, <laughs> yeah. Jakarta, Jakarta. <laughs> <laughs> I look at your limitless. I'm like, this fool wanted Jakarta. Where the fuck is Jakarta? Yo, Jakarta's hella nice, man. <laughs> I guess. I guess we I'm should. going back. I'm going back to if there if there are another regional there. It's it's a it's a it's an hour flight from Bali, which is like the nicest beach oh, in Asia. Oh shit! Okay. Jakarta is some cheap ass food. We stayed at a five star hotel for fifty dollars American. Let's, let's go. What are we doing, Zach? Let's go. <laughs> The, uh, you have a job. You have a real job. We can't yeah, go. I can't go there. The, the expensive part was the airplane ticket. It was like nine hundred oh, bucks. Hell like no. Eight to nine hell bucks. no. I got for a sixty-man regional that gets you like five hundred worth it, dude. It's like Come a vacation, on. though. It's like ah, uh, yeah, you're spending uh, nine hundred dollars to get get there. Fifty dollars for the rest of your shit, and then uh. The only person that's gonna go is Sam, and he doesn't even know DC's rotated. So like, <laughs> easy win, easy. easy points, easy baby. Money. I mean, for, for me, too, like, I made a trip out of it. So, like, I even, uh, we went to this place afterwards. This is between day one and day two. We went to this place afterwards called Chicken and Beer, which which is exactly what it sounds like. They serve fried chicken and they serve beer. And they have a live band doing karaoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> one of the competitors, dads, like, knows the owner there at Chicken and Beer. And so they got me on stage. I did some, like, Bruno Mars shit, like, with the live <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. I just have I have this image of you drinking a pina colada fucking singing Bruno Mars on stage. Mojito type dude. Yeah. Dude, I love love, I love those fruity drinks, man. Pina colada's my shit. You can mix coconut with anything and I'll I'll totally drink it. So wait, well, let's uh let's get back to Pokemon, anyways. Uh, oh, let's talk about my favorite things to do. Okay, yeah, we can do that. We can okay, do that. that's we fine. Do that. I, I can't we do whatever we want. We know Pokemon. Know, we know Pokemon. Uh, so how long you been playing? Like you've been so playing I've been off for about twenty years. Yeah, I, I started. I started in nineteen ninety nine. I was in fifth grade. I was ten. I was in. What's your papa do? Ten. How many digits? I was eleven. Ten, eleven. Um. 
Ah, so here's the thing. My old pop ID was four digits. When I came back after after college, um, I asked TPCI to merge my two pop IDs, and they ended up merging it into the six-digit one. So now I have a six-digit pop ID. They took like it back to me, and they merged me into my new one. Rude. I'm just like this is not this is not worth another this is not worth another two years of waiting for a. You're like I, this is not what I asked for, but I guess we'll take it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. All right. Twenty years. So I actually started playing. I I started playing in 1999, and the reason I started doing competitive is because one of the one of the cute girls in my class went to Pokemon League every every like Wednesday or whatever it was at the at the local store. So I'm like, I gotta like ten year old Sam was like, I gotta fucking show up because this, this is how I'm, so uh, much how I'm gonna get the girl. I, dude, I didn't know. The only way I would think Sam would play Pokemon it would be like, I gotta go. If you saw, if someone came out to me and was like, why do you think Sam Chim ever started playing Pokemon? I'm like, probably girl related. 100%. Which is so strange because uh, you're, you're, you're like, uh, I don't tell anybody I play Pokemon. Who, me? You. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't tell, I tell everyone now, but I, last year, no one. He was, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say like it worked out for me just because I was like, so I was like the tallest person in class my entire still year, fucking like on, or my entire. You're still life. fucking on. I like you stand up. I know. Like I'm tall, but then I like see you and I'm like, God, this guy is way taller than I fucking thought. This guy's a giant. Yeah, I'm I'm six yeah. five, so I'm like I'm yeah. pretty tall. And so like as a result, I never got bullied for any of this. It's like why 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 <laughs> why pick on someone taller than you? This doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense for playing Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, but uh, yeah, and so. <laughs> So I played like I played at league and I wasn't super competitive until like 2001, 2002. Then I started winning some stuff locally. Like when I got better, like when I got better analytical skills, I don't know, my brain grew up, I guess. And then um, so, yeah. So then I, I started playing and then before college in 2004, I made worlds and like 2005, I was applying to schools and I sort of quit then, uh, made a decision sort of, or my parents like talked me into it, but it made sense at the time, you know, um, it was like also like the second year that Nintendo took over for, for Wizards of the Coast, uh, so like there was some uncertainty about the future of the game as well. So you know why like play this and chase this when you can be focusing on more important stuff. And my parents were right, you know, get into a good yeah. school and and grind and, and you know graduate, make your own money, then you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, so that's sort of what I did Pokemon for for six and a half years, I guess, six and a half to seven years from like. 04 to 2011 um, I, I played some random tournaments in the middle like I went to a random Rhode Island States in like 09 and played Rampardos <laughs> event just because I just because I wanted to I missed the game uh, no but I, I then I came back you know when I, I paid off my student loans and or the loans I took out when I was in college and yeah and then I started playing again sort of never you just, did anyone like get you back in the game or was that always the plan was it always the plan I'm gonna play when I'm ready to I always want. Actually, my oldest friend from Pokemon is Mike Fouché. Um, we've known each other. I, I like to joke. Um, knew each other since we were the same height because I knew him when I was <laughs> eleven and he was ten or something like that. Um, so Mike Fouché is still like four foot three or whatever he is now. <laughs> but, no, I'll, I'll love to Mike. No, but but I you know so we we known each other for for a very long time. Um, and so he, at Nash, I went to one nationals. This is the, this is the, oh God, it was, I forgot. I, oh God, I, I forgot. This is the nationals, the year David Cohen won. So I think it was 2011. 
um, a David Cohen One Worlds. So it was 2011. Um, and then I, I met up with Mike like at lunchtime between rounds three and four. We got to chatting. One thing led to another, and I sort of just came back to the game. All right, all right, all right. That's what's up. That's your, I think everyone tries to take a break, but like you're just never done, right? I don't think. It's- well, here, here's here's a cool part. Uh, when you're in college, when you have no money and no car, you no. I don't money. know. Talking to these other kids that are. That's all they do is Pokemon, and they're in college. Uh, you're they're doing it. Somehow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I go back to go back to what I said earlier about people yeah. who play Pokemon. Yeah, what's your yes, theory? That's what I, I want. I've been waiting for this. I want to hear your theory. It's not really controversial or anything at all. I just think that people who care about the game more and like are better at the game are better equipped to make a living off of it through coaching and through doing well at tournaments. So it's like there's sort of like a selection process. It's. It's, it's like a natural selection process for who's able to travel or the people who are able to do well enough and the people who are able to do well enough are the ones who can coach. And then so, so then eventually, you know, some people coach and stream and make enough money to, to support themselves and then so they can keep doing it. Um, and so it's sort of like a virtuous cycle that, that gets people into in, yeah. into locked into sort of the spot. Well, so that's not, that's that's not cool. going to make them, you know, fucking millionaires. That's, that's going to sustain... You never just going to sustain their living. I mean, I guess you're right. You never know. That's yeah. it. I mean, there, it. there's people. I think the the people who truly make money off Pokemon are, are the collectors and sellers who, who yeah. like product, or I guess people who get hired by Pokemon right. yeah, make yeah, money off. Yeah. Uh, and was, and like ahead. for example, like Jay Witz, who who I'm a good friend, who I'm good friends with. Uh, like he leveraged his Pokemon streaming and his. I think he got fifth or something at Worlds. Um, he leveraged that into a much bigger thing. Got a King of the Nerds. Got a better following. Now he does Nintendo videos, you know, news updates. And so he, he I mean, I, you can you can sort of correlate how many views he has and subscribers with yeah, personalities make. So I mean, he's made a he's made a very good living off off Pokemon, starting right. off Pokemon. Okay. Sure. Okay. There's 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 avenues yeah. for doing it, and I I think uh, I always tell people like doing it who are doing the uh, living the life and or living the, the their the dream. dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, good for you, you know. I I, I agree. wanted to them. chase it at some point and never did. Or I wanted to sort of do it, and I never did. I always thought it was a safer route to, to get a career in a different field. But, you know, if you, if you can make it work, then power oh, to yeah. you. But, I mean, you, yeah. you know, I, I was, still think you did it the right way as well. You know, there's, I mean, I, I don't think there's a wrong way. But you getting a, a, a steady financial income and then still being able to travel to all the events that you do, like, shit. How many special events did you go to last year? I know this year you kind of took a, a, a small break, but like last year you went yeah. to almost every single special event. Uh, yeah, last year. So after I realized that like people were going to the SPEs internationally, I mean, I was angry at TPCI for like <laughs> such a shitty schedule, competitively unfair. Like I really felt like their TBCI's SP schedule is very much against spirit of the game like the fairness component spirit of the game I agree. it's totally not fair um and i i don't know if they care or they know it and there's nothing they can do or if they just don't care about fairness but i mean like it's it's bullshit that you announce stuff three weeks in advance and then and then like oh anyone can get cps for 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 a race and especially now that people's careers are sort of built on this it's even less responsible for right. pokemon to not announce regional schedules internationally yeah. Or SPE schedules internationally, and maybe, maybe. Stick. Oh fucking Christ! Hold on. <laughs> Time out. Time out.
Sam's got important stuff to take care of. It's actually my boss. I'm just going to call him back afterwards. We got more important shit to talk about. But yeah, yeah. we were talking in our last podcast about the whole top 16 race being like so insane that like people are going to these special events and like and then we were talking about cheating and i i brought up that like cheating would be less prominent if the top 16 race didn't exist i think people are get so desperate for those points they'll do whatever it takes to get them is that like do you do you see that any any correlation okay i disagree i I think part of it is also like there's, I mean, in any community, there's like people, people glorify the people that do well. And for good reason, you know, people, people mm-hmm. serve and, and you know, people deserve recognition for doing well. And sort of, sort of that sometimes gets into people's heads. Um, if you actually think about the people in top 16 who need to like feel that pressure, it's really not that many, right? Because the years I did it, like the top eight or so or like top 12 even were locked pretty much by Q3. Not locked, but as long as you didn't blow tournaments, you know, as long as you got top, consistently got a top 128s or top 64s, um, you really couldn't, I mean, it's hard to lose your spot. I think, actually, I don't know about this year, but in previous years before this year, literally no one had lost their top 16 ranking at NAIC. So, like, oh. it's really, like, by a certain point, like, it, it, it just gets locked up. And, and, you know, things we hear about cheating and whatnot, it comes from, like, all tiers of, that's true. People trying to get their first in fight that are that are you know, or whatever, you know. <laughs> that's no, that's a good that's a good that's a good point. Um, you know, people so, the, the glory I, I the glory that goes along with winning a title or winning you know just winning overall that that is it seems like it's um, uh, temptation enough for for people to to try and cheat you know like just winning yeah, overall. Mean, there was this. Uh, and like I, I, so I follow competitive chess, and like t- two weeks ago it was like a, a grandmaster was. Or I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know if it was a grandmaster or just like a very highly rated player at a at a tournament. He was caught like in a bathroom using like a phone in the toilet to like look up the position and like look up the. Really? Computer. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like at all types of events. Like it just there, there's temptation and and people do dumb shit. I just want to win. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I but don't I think get Pokemon, it. I don't win. I think Pokemon judges have done a better and better job recently in trying to weed that yeah. stuff out. I mean, like, if yeah. if you look at, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 years ago, you'd hear of no one getting... I mean, you'd almost hear of no one getting banned from, or at least DQ'd from a tournament or for whatever. You know, here, today, now, you at least there's people getting DQ'd because of, of, I don't know, marked I mean, cards like or whatever reason. Like, yeah. like so at least... Yeah, I mean, at least there's a... At least there's more of a... You know more enforcement going on and i, I do yeah. feel that judges have improved yeah. you know drastically yeah, i, agree. I feel the like the larger, larger the tournament the better the judges so it's yeah i mean it's it's hard for us to look back because like we haven't played as long but you with your 20 yeah, years have, or whatever you can look and I go two, i got two years yeah you can go like ah oh, judging sucked now, uh, i know you guys are complaining a lot but it's a lot better now i guess I mean, you'd be surprised, man. There, we. I used to play like top eight matches at states with like the head judge or no judges at the table. Like, <laughs> Go for it. I mean, you it's, do whatever the hell you want. When when the tournaments were much smaller, right? right? That's what, there was just yeah. they were understaffed, and you know, I mean, Pokemon still doesn't have a great compensation plan for judges. Um, uh, right. So, or I mean, sorry, I should I should I should be careful when I say that. It's some some tos, you know, obviously give 
give better compensation than others. And I know of certain TOs that are, the, I think, compensate judges fairly. But in general, um, in the past, Pokemon certainly has not compensated right, judges right. very well. And so, well, it's you know, not. There's not like a standard for how to compensate these judges. There's like certain ones are are yeah. paid better. Others are given some free product, and you know, it's pretty much. Whoever's going to come for the free product, you can judge. Even if you literally just got your judges, you know, uh, it, you're, you pass your judge test. So, yeah. quality, quality. I know there's, like, stages. There's some shit that has to be done. I don't think, like, if you get your judge, you can't just judge a regional. I think you have to do a no, bunch I'm of just shit. Saying, I'm just, I'm but, like, generalizing it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll say, I'll say, like, I'll, I'll like, compliment one person. Like, so, I know Chris Chemansky just got into judging right, this year. And he's done, uh, from what I've heard from the TOs, he's done a fantastic job. And I think he has like a unique experience because he came from just being a top 16 player right into judging. So he sort of knows, like he knows when it's slow playing and when it's not. Because when, you, when you're a player, you sort of know when someone's slow playing versus if it's a tough decision. Right. And so he's better judge, like in those situations, yeah. whether something, you know, like you're, you're better able to look at the board state and process what's going on than a judge who may not be experienced and doesn't may not understand like the complexity of the particular right. position. No, but we've and, seen him, uh, we've seen him voice his opinion on like hey font and stuff like that. So that's you know yeah. he, he's definitely very outspoken in the community. So it's good to see. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't right. I didn't even know that he was strictly doing judging. I thought he was just kind of trying to do both. But that's you know that's good to have him have him on the uh, judging team. Well I, well, I certainly don't hope he comes yeah. back to play. He played one regional yeah, this yeah. year, right? Didn't yeah, he, he play? Played, he's played it. He yeah, played in Portland, he's played, right? He's still playing. Uh, and I know, I know he's judged. I think if Shemansky played, I think if Shemansky played again he, and like played like, you know, like put all his effort into it, he would more likely than not make top sixteen. Yeah, dude, so. he freaking yeah. he freaking oh, got sure. top two with with Metagross. <laughs> <laughs> Metagross is a good yeah, Metagross. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I was gonna play. I was gonna play Metagross the tournament you won with Drapagarb in Seattle. I think I would have won the whole thing. <laughs> you, so, had to, you had to make it through the riffraff. That tournament yeah. still had a lot of did have a lot of riff other riff. stuff. Yeah, but let's say day two was like eighty percent fucking drum guard. Chris, Chris did say that it was yeah. the worst deck he's ever played, though. So I don't know. But it beat drum guard. That's all that matters. That's really all that matters. Yeah. Medical. Anyway, so let's talk about you being pretty much a solo dolo uh you know running this um or without running without a team like how do you feel it puts do you think it puts you at an advantage a disadvantage um really doesn't make a fucking difference because you have people you test with how do you feel about teams in general yeah so i do i actually do have a team it's just like it's a group of friends so there's a we have a group called x files and we've been around since 2006 i I have underground team all right well, it's not really. No, underground. no, 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 it's, no. Underground. it's underground. It's just kidding. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's not, when I look it's up your limit right list, here. it's yeah. not on here. It's coming so. out right here. <laughs> underground it's right here. Your X Files. Yeah, so it's it's not a it's not a sponsored team. So it's just really a group of friends that we work together on stuff. And so we post, you know, every every time anyone goes to a tournament, we post a list and a report, like a quick report of how the matchups went, what we feel about the deck, and so. We used to do much more organized testing. We're actually doing more organized testing now for, for, for this world. We'll see how that goes. Um, but I mean, as as I'm not part of a team, but I do work with a lot of people. I know, like the last, not not this past season, but the, the season before that, 
I roomed a lot with like Rahul, Pablo, and Prem a lot, and so we would work, you know, every week on on decks, and so it wasn't. It wasn't like I was rolling without a team. It was just wasn't a sponsor team or anything formal. And I, I, I think I have a pretty deep network when it comes to people I know. And so I'm actually going to get. I know this year I've been taking a break, just trying to get my worlds invited and calling it a, calling it a year. Um, but I, there even then there's still people I've talked to throughout the year and gotten lists from and, and so on. I do plan on testing more for this upcoming season, like on my own. And so maybe I'll have something to contribute again. But do, do you think that maybe being a part of a group like that gives you um, sort of an advantage versus somebody who just plays solo? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And like being like even even my I'm sort of among the top players and more solo than other right. people. And even then, I, I am at a disadvantage. I know like some of the other groups they get on Discord calls for like eight hours and they just talk decks. You know, I don't have that yeah. time because. You have I, real, I have like you have a real have job. Work. You have a real job. Well, I wouldn't call it a real job. I'd say I have a, a more traditional job. I don't want to. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. There's uh, no, we don't want to put any shade on anybody. There are real jobs too. You put in the work, but yeah, you have a more traditional. That's good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I I do hope that like Pokemon coach or whatever becomes a real job. It becomes like a legitimate job at some point. Like a legitimate meaning, like a like a well-paying job. What do you think it'll take to like? I, in my I opinion, think, I think Pokemon's got to back it, right? I yeah. I mean, first of all, More. Pokemon needs to get out of the fucking Stone Age when it comes to sponsorships and stuff. I mean, in Sword and Shield, even in like the Sword and Shield promos, uh, as as in promotional videos, like they have the whatever the characters wearing their jerseys with sponsored logos on them or whatever. But in, right. in the trading card game in real life, they can't, they can't fucking wrap it. Maybe, maybe, this is, maybe this is the new step. Maybe this is the new step. When Sword and Shield comes out, I mean, we're, you know, it's, maybe it is evolving. We can maybe only it hope. is evolving. I mean, I, I also think the trading card game by nature is going to be very difficult. I think the game itself is going to have to more move more mobile like Hearthstone right. has. Um, in order for there to be like, in order for it to pick up as a as a as a as a true you know as a true gaming career as maybe we think of Hearthstone streamers or League of Would Legends. You, streamers do you think that's a possibility so for them to create like a ranked system for for PTCGO, like where you have you can have friendly matches or you can have just like how they how they do on um, on the video game where you can do just a friendly tournament or a friendly competition versus a ranked a ranked match or something like that do you think that that's something so, that could be adapted to the ptcgo i think it could and it should um i so one of my friends is like a like a doctor like a medical doctor and in law school or not in law school sorry medical school there's a joke that even you know you just need a graduate c's get right. degrees right so yes. Yes. even if you get a c you get to see right. patients and you know, you pay off your student loans. Um, so that same concept, without elaborating, will apply to whoever's programming PDCGO uh, or the team of people that is programming it. It's just not the the program itself is not up to snuff to 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 to, to be able to handle like a ladder system and have real life prizes right. for tournaments. Because I mean, it took them you know, thirty years Forever. to get Blissephalon to do an extra three damage when you discard <laughs> the beast energy. Yes. With mind blown or something. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, crazy. <gasps> so that, okay. All right. you, All right. you you think that's the future? Like if if the game was to grow 
it has to be there? I think there needs to be a combination of tournaments. Yeah, you can have local tournaments with cards and stuff, and it could all go towards one ranking. But the large, the large events need to be mobile, like street, like the Pokemon streams right now. If you just look at it in terms of not the production value, because production value I think has been really good the past the past few years, but in terms of ease for a third party, like ease for someone who has no sense of Pokemon to, to learn, the game. it's yeah. it's horrible. It's it's not a it's not a spectator sport. I mean, I play a lot of chess, and like I watch, and chess also like live chess is also not a spectator right. sport because you don't know what's you don't know what the hell's going on. These pieces are hard to see, um, and like if, at least in traditional time controls, there's there's going to be like 15 minutes sometimes between moves, like deep thinks, and so it's, it's like it's like impossible to watch from a yeah. spectator perspective. Even though I, st I so when I watch chess, I often like watch the game recaps that someone else puts on their YouTube channel. And so Pokemon needs to at least make it more watchable. Like it's especially like sometimes you just look down at cards. You have no idea what any of the cards do. And I think, you know, they, they do now try to put like the card on the side or I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The card yeah. On, the side. on the streams. Yeah. They give it, they give a description of the card. They kind of try and talk about what the card does and how, it, how it's incorporated yeah. in the decks. But even still, like that's one card that, that it may be the main archetype, but there's multiple cards that you're playing throughout a turn. Like you could play, like a, um, you know, you could play Acrobike into Judge into something else, you know, whatever. I'm just giving giving for instances. Right. Like I've shown friends, like certain videos of people playing. They're like, dude, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like imagine, imagine if you have like a video of like the game, like the game board, right? right? And someone's thinking, you scoot that to the side and and you show like, like, and so you show a picture of an Acrobike and they explain how. Oh, so he drew two two and he drew into this card lets you shuffle draw four after shuffle draw four you show like whatever card he played after judge so you can see the progression gotcha. of how the okay, turn's okay. going that helps spectators i mean for a lot of these sports it all esports e it all comes from viewer like yeah, the viewer course, experience agreed yeah so I Pokemon agree. card game is is ranks like tier uh whatever is below the tier, lowest tier. tier yeah in terms of yeah, watchability, shit. Uh, watchability definitely so that that needs to that needs to change if if Pokemon were to take off, and I hope they do. I really do. I love this game, and I hope uh, you know I, I hope they finally well, figure it out. I agree. Speaking of speaking of uh, Sword and Shield, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of new concepts added to the game, like there are to the video game. Uh, how do you think they're going to incorporate stuff like the Giga Maxing and Dynamaxing Maxing and and Dynamaxing? What's the difference between those two? I didn't. Gigantamaxing, I Gigantamaxing changes. It still makes it large, but it changes the form of your Pokemon. Get, uh, Dynamaxing just makes your Pokemon larger. Okay. So it's I like, mean, it, it's essentially like, okay, you have a better, a stronger bond with this Pokemon, you know, then that's how you can use the Gigantamaxing. I believe it's like a Z move where you can only use it for one Pokemon uh, versus Dynamaxing, which is. You know, even still, you can use it for know. one Pokemon. I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for a new gimmick. I mean, I, I, I yeah, know. me too. I agree. I mean, Break Evolution would have been a good Dynamax. Yeah, yeah. So, so we were talking about that. We we're like, how do you think they're gonna incorporate it? You know, you take a fucking giant ass card and just throw it on top, and be like. Dynamax. Oh, jumbo cards. Yeah. You have to like keep together your side deck of jumbo. Your backpack. Your backpack. We were saying that last one. Like, oh, what the fuck do they have in their backpack? Let me just go. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm always interested in new mechanics. I think uh, the trading a lot of unexplored stuff. Um, 
Like, uh, I mean, they're not, obviously they don't want to like put trap cards in Pokemon, right, but right. more on your opponent's turn could be something. Like, there's a lot, a lot of, they can go a lot of ways. I actually think tag teams are, were, pr were a pretty good inclusion yeah. because now you have like one, two, and three prize attackers. It sort of like makes, you have a range of possibilities when building decks. Right. I sort of like, I like the tag teams. Yeah. Um, too. It also, it also, I mean, depending on the matchup, of course, it also like reduces the length of the game because sometimes like, Games come down to taking a few knockouts, so there's best of threes can finish in 15 minutes, which is sort of nice. Well, but then, uh, then you see, well, where were we in um, uh, Santa Clara? With the Charizard matchups lasted 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. Yeah, like the yeah. whole the three game match, 20 minutes. Yeah, but that's that's sort of that's one mirror match, right? I think in yeah. general, like Pikachu mirror takes longer than that. Um, like. Also, like Picaron versus Reshazard, like a full match will take 40, right. 45 minutes if you play three games. So it's it's yeah, uh, it's like it's a good balance though. I think the I think the game is in a good spot right now. To be honest, yeah, the, the game is really balanced right now. I, mm -hmm. I or at least before um, rotation, before the rotation, before rotation. I I don't know. The the new engine seems like that it could be wonky. <laughs> the so, new engines we have. Speaking yeah. of that, how do you yes. how do you feel about this world's rotation? Do you did you want it? Are you cool with it? Happy about, or would you rather played with like what was it, Sun and Moon to uh, whatever this is? What's the new set? Unified. Uh, unified minds. Unified minds. I mean, there's some years when they add a set that's very impactful. Like the year, like two years ago when I when I did well with Trampa, like they added uh, Burning Shadows right before us. So they literally just added Gar uh, Gardevoir and just added Glycopod. So like the two decks in finals at Worlds, including the deck that you know beat my face in, um, were both both cards from the wait was Glycopod Burning Shadows? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, so yeah, yes. the... yeah. That's right. I didn't know what it did on on stream, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the deck. That's the deck <laughs> so that beat your face. Like you. I had no idea. That's so uh, much like you. Uh, oh, I didn't even know. I didn't yeah, know. So I, I didn't know. I didn't know if um, Glycopod's second attack's effect was on me or on, on the opponent. Okay. So, like, I don't know if I could retreat out of the 20 less damage or if I can't or I needed to. to no. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know okay. if it was, like, okay. defending Pokemon is 20 less damage or this Pokemon takes yeah, 20 less damage, which yeah, is important. You have to, you have to yes. Guzma around um, it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, both of those cards that made finals at Worlds were from the new set. So it's almost like we got, it's almost like we got a new format for Worlds yeah, um, that year. And I think the top players will just adapt. You know, Matt isn't, like, a complete lock sack or complete, complete crap format. Then, then I, I, this, this I is what's going to win Worlds. Oh, God. Yes. That's the Psyduck Slowpoke. Oh. I love I love how that card is like ten more HP than Picaron. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is it really? Yeah, two fifty. Two fifty. Doesn't make oh any sense. Oh my gosh! Slowpoke Psyduck, the derps, the derps. I love it. I actually think one thing that makes the whole Pokemon game balanced more so than other games, or than some other games, is the mechanic of weakness. Yeah. That if a deck becomes too strong. There's generally going to be a way to like knock it right. out, so, to, to, yeah. to knock out the big Pokemon. I mean, um, doesn't always work like that, but in theory, that's yeah, because like the Charizard and the, the people are trying to play the Sloking. Like in theory, yeah. I mean, uh, like it sucked. I mean, Sloking did well for a few weeks. That well, well, the reason why Sloking ended up sucking for 
I see was that people, you know, stopped playing Reshazard. So, yeah, uh, but like Reshazard still won those two turns before in IC. Right. People adapted. And, yeah. and so, like, the weakness mechanic actually makes it easier for people to adapt. Yeah. Um, like, I was a huge fan of Lucario GX card. I mean, Stefan got second at, at, at an event, uh, OCIC this year, uh, playing the Lucario as well. It's like, it's a, it's a good, uh, you know, you're able to just one-shot yeah, the Zoro Mark. Yeah, so That was... So you make... Kill the Pigaram. Boom. It, it, when you look in... Uh, especially with this type of game, like I, I played a little magic, I played that, but there's nothing. You're right, weakness is, is like insane. Like, like you said, it just takes one deck to start getting somewhat good, and then everybody's just like, all right, let me find a card that can kill yeah. this. I mean, well, and, it's and it's then, either you jump on the ship or you try and try and beat it. Like I know there's multiple times where I've looked at the past regional and be like, okay, one of the top eight decks, let me pick that. Or on the other hand, I've been like, okay, what beats all of these decks? You know, yeah. try and find something that beats it. So there's there's two different ways to go around it. But either way, uh, I, I think you're right. There's just It creates a balance, especially having the weakness. No. <sighs> but, you know, we'll, we'll see what, <coughs> what Pokemon has in store for it. You know, will it, will it be the uh, next uh, Hearthstone? Or, you know, will it just kind of fizzle out and be what it is now? I... I I don't think Pokemon as a like as a game will ever fizzle out. Japan will keep printing cards and like the card. So the so you guys know right the majority majority of the profit from Pokemon comes from like the sales of cards to like ten year olds. Yes, right. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. Obviously, they're think, not making money off no. the singles. I think part of the appeal. So organized play, the whole thing. So organized play. I don't know exactly where they're housed now after they restructured a while ago. But for the longest time, organized play was under the marketing arm of TPCI. And so, like, they do view organized play as sort of a marketing right. tool because, honestly, I don't think they'd be able to sell as many cards if there wasn't the allure for kids of going to these tournaments and playing. And kids do take their cards to leagues and tournaments and play a little bit, and, you know, some percentage of them right. stick around. So, like, the, the cards have to be usable in some context for them to continue, you know, for, for the sales to continue. And so I do think as long as they keep printing cards and designing cards, the game will still be around. Uh, Pokemon is a franchise. I don't. I think Pokemon Go did for the Pokemon franchise what the Marvel movies did for like for the Super Marvel franchise, right? Which sort of cement them in pop culture as a fixture. So like Pikachu now sort of has like you know Hello Kitty status almost in in okay. in sure. So it's never going to go away. It's just a matter of can this game grow and honestly do the people in charge want this game to grow? Right. That's where yeah. I see it's. Uh, I think if you want it all comes to them. The, the, the future the future is online what, what do you see what I do you know. see kind of gaining ground first with that that uh the card game or the video game the video um especially with the new set or the new the new games coming out on the switch like that's a huge a huge thing coming out on a on a handheld system or not a handheld system but a, like uh, a, a, an actual yeah, console, console. not a oh, the, the video game has its own set of problems uh like the the barrier to entry for being competitive or like i should say the the steepness of the skill curve is so high that's why they have to be able to pick up steam okay. um competitive pokemon battling like in vgc is super exciting to watch compared to tcg right. but it's very hard to get pokemon legally obviously um and you know it's there i think pokemon is like shooting themselves in the foot 
by not making it easier to breed Pokemon with exact IVs. So I think I think this next set it's like so yeah, easy. Like, They've made it in this next game. It's going to be ridiculously easy to do. No, no, no. You, you don't know. What I, you, I think you're not fully understanding what I mean. So you know, with TCG, you order the cards. You you yes. get, get the cards in the mail. You sleeve them. You go to right. a tournament. Okay. I'm saying in BGC, what they need to do is you need to. I mean, after you beat the Elite Four and finish some other challenge or whatever, you need yeah, to, to do whatever you want. Put the IVs in. Put the EVs in. Out comes the Pokemon. You get to use it for just competitive battling and so, nothing else. So they do, like that. They do I have like that the, the EVs. EVs are a little bit different. The IVs you are still able to to alter with like bottle caps and stuff like that. I know in the Ultra Sun and Moon system, you you <laughs> have the bottle caps that allow you to max out the the IVs. The, yeah, but bottle caps cost a shit ton in the whatever. Dude, they're fucking easy the... to get in the in the uh, Pokepolog. Okay. Yeah, but you have to get them. I like Sam's like, idea. Sam's like, fuck all yeah. the bullshit. Yeah, the, Let's give no. me the Pokemon. Okay, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine you got a card. You got a new card. You got your your Tyranitar Sableye. It comes in, and then you then have to take a marker and write in the attacks to the fucking cards. So you have to, like, it comes with a pit some blank space. You need to take a Sharpie and start writing in the attacks before you can use it for a tournament. Or, like... You couldn't buy seals, and you could only buy packs. And you had to buy packs until you got every card you need. Okay, exactly. all right, all right, all right. That's good. Okay, right. okay. Yeah, just give us fucking what we want. We don't give a shit. Just say, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or, like, hard. Okay. It's like to activate it, you need to, like, do the hokey pokey <laughs> in your living room. Or something. Like, I don't know, like, summon the fucking demon to come out. You're so right. I never really thought about it that way, but, like, when you. <laughs> like the game is the game it's one thing to just play the game but when it comes to competitive you shouldn't have to do bullshit to actually yeah, compete yeah. you're right well yes yeah. so I, I think pokemon's and i'm talking in general about pokemon i don't know who makes this just decision because i'm not as acquainted with dgc but pokemon's like stubbornness and reluctance to I guess live in the 21st century when it comes to this type of stuff, because they, like, I think the people who work for Pokemon are very, very much purists, right? You should, you should train the Pokemon, you should love it, you should walk right. around, yeah. whatever yeah, bullshit. No, that's true. That's uh, true, though. They're like, I mean, no, they're, they're, you or be best friends with this Pikachu, otherwise you don't get to play with it. I mean, they're they're shooting themselves yeah. in the foot. The the video game can be much bigger. Um, I mean, the prize support is yeah, there, right? right? It's a, I mean, it's, dude, it's the same. You have 300-man tournaments versus 800-man tournaments. Same, winner takes five grand, both both ask, both sides, in a, in a regional. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, the time investment, I think, on BGC is prohibitive. Obviously, people... Cheat. Uh, yeah, they're down. Well, the so world's winner, well, so world's well, so winner I, last year... I wouldn't, what, he, I wouldn't call it... Okay, so, so I would say, like, it's morally ambiguous whether it's right, right or wrong okay. right okay. so like as you get older i mean when you're in school you brainwash but after you get older you learn that something is illegal doesn't mean it's morally wrong there's a lot right. of things that were really american in world history that used to be legal right uh yes. and there are a lot of things that were really fucked up or that that were like that we view as great things today that used to be illegal so you go to jail for doing right. certain things right so so yes it's illegal to gen your pokemon in bgc but like is morally, it is it not wrong? You know, do you get a competitive advantage? That's a different boat altogether. Okay. And I, I don't play the game. I don't play VGC. I don't. I don't. I mean, I have an opinion, but it's like not my place to really comment on it. I got um, an opinion. Do what you yeah. want. 
just like you said, just play the game. I know, like, I know there there was that whole controversy with the guy who won last year. He forgot his DS at home in yeah. like Brazil or wherever he was from, and then one day he had like a full shiny team with perfect IVs, and it's like, how could he possibly do that in one day? You know what? You know what he did? He freaking gen them, right? Shut up. Who cares? No, but, okay, so so like obviously the like the people who run the program are reasonable people because obviously everyone knows it happens. Yes. But it's the only reasonable way to get a good competitive circuit, right. you know? Yeah, agreed. There's no way that people are these across the board. Oh, and zero IV in the attack stat for special attackers. Perfect. Like, uh, there's, yeah. So, like, I, I think Pokemon just needs to, like, whoever's in charge of these decisions, both the TCG and VGC perspective, they need a dose of pragmatism in, in their decision-making as opposed to staying purist to, to to whatever original, you know, antiquated philosophies they have from, from 1870. When I'm looking at, like, competitive Pokemon, to be honest, when I was at Worlds last year, when they had Poke and Tekken up on the big screen, I could not see it. Was it was so, so... That is very entertaining. Any fighting game is very entertaining to... Yeah. to to watch, and I was like, you know what? That could be the the most popular you got game. Got your by boy far. Decidueye shooting darts out there. Like, dude, the whole thing was so fun to watch. I was like, I I would watch that over anything. Like, not even, even close. Even VGC is exciting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's okay. You also need to know what's going on. When I watched the fighting, I like, you see the health bar go down. Like, you see. Yeah, but like, down. why did he switch out? And what is that? That's like, commentator's job. That's the commentator. Yeah, but I don't know. You're right. Even but, if people commentate, like, oh, he dodged there, he did that yeah. there. Like, but with Pokemon, it just looks like, I oh, he beat his ass, you know? <laughs> you can watch any fighting game, it's like he beat his ass, and that's why he won. You don't know yeah. what he did, but he beat his ass, that's it. I mean, li- live-action live action games are obviously going to be more appealing. Yeah. I was like, I watched the shit out of that. Uh, I was like, why is that not? Like, that should be the most popular game by far. What? Like, <laughs> when it comes to, like, spectating. I'm in, a, I'm in the middle of a match. I'm like, I don't even he's care, just looking. Dude. He's like this. <laughs> Did you play it? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm watching poking. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you didn't attach return. Uh, yeah. It's still, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just watching it again. Uh, it was dope. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, we, you know, we can only hope for the best. Uh, we, you know, we got all these uh, ideas and and you know, I guess um, hopes for the for the new generation of Pokemon. But until you, until they get, I, I really hope one day they yeah. hire. I really hope one day they hire a former competitive, like a like a top level competitive player to run well, organized play. I hope play. they hire you to get it get it done, Sam. Uh, I I will know democracy in my life. <laughs> I'll I'll take the job. It's so hard to get anything done uh, in the company. Yeah. It's like I've seen. Uh, what if it, do you like how they give uh, all the tournaments to tournament organizers, or do you wish that Pokemon would just run them all? How do you feel about that? I mean, it's it's. I like. I I, I don't mind either way. I don't either think way? there's a writer. I don't think it affects attendance or revenue, okay. for example. Um, it in a major way, like I no. think. I think I, it affects the quality of the tournament to the. The attendees, when sure, I, yeah. There's shitty, I, shitty like tos, when I go, shitty tos versus yeah. better tos. Exactly. I wouldn't even say they're shitty. They're shitty tos. I, I mean, it's I, decent. 
and it's it like I haven't gone to a tournament and was like this was a horrible time. It was more I've gone to a different tournament and it was like this tournament was run way better than the last one. The last one was fine, but this one I I had more fun here and I liked what they did here. I'm I'm not going to shit on any particular TL. I think they all they are all like great people. They love the game and and um, I you know obviously some tournaments are run smoother than others. Some tournaments have no bathrooms. And... Exactly. exactly. That's but... what I'm saying. That's the difference. It's like, no, but... it's not big difference. It's more like if Pokemon just ran them all. But, but I, think... I think it doesn't. I think it doesn't affect the bottom line as much as top level competitive players think it does. So like, it doesn't affect the card sales at Target and Walmart. It doesn't affect uh-huh. the kids that are, you know, the the eleven year old kid going to, going to his or her first tournament. You know, like it doesn't affect that. It just, I mean, Pokemon. If you if you look at tournaments today versus like versus even five or six years ago in terms of how they were judged, how they're staffed, rising the venues, like it's a vast improvement. And I think they're moving in the right direction. So as long as it continues moving in the right direction, I don't I don't care who, if Pokemon takes it or if another company. Like for example, ESL runs it in Australia. They run fantastic events. Granted, they only run like 300 people internationals. But you know, nonetheless, the production's very good. Yeah, that's good. All right, all right. I think we're on the same page there. We can only hope. Like I said, we can only hope for the best. I like how we just got into this whole like uh, the future of Pokemon. (laughs) Where like it was like, hey Sam, what? How long you been playing? Twenty years. What's up? Okay, we don't really care. Anyways, what's the future of Pokemon looks like (laughs) for the last thirty minutes? It was great. Right. Well, that. with that with that said, that's all we got time for today. <laughs> so, Sam, is there any spe- special shout-outs you want to give to the uh, followers or viewers of this show? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Oyce. That's Sam and Blastoise. Down, down there. Down, down there. There, yeah. All right. Oh. Um, thanks to, to and, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Zach. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks to just kevin for having yeah, me on this show yeah fuck zach yeah, fuck zach fuck wow. zach wow dude the only person that hangs out to you kevin doesn't even like you <laughs> tell me how you didn't want to that's Thank not you, even right? true what the fuck oh my god oh my god anyway all right don't forget to subscribe everyone we got new episodes every friday check out the merchandise below but before we go, we got one last thing. We are doing this awesome giveaway. I forgot. I know you did. I did not forget. I did not forget. <laughs> Trust I want, me. I want this. I did not forget. We're doing this awesome giveaway. All right. You have to pick your top three world's contenders, okay? So we're doing lowest score wins. So say you pick the, the people that win first, second, and third at worlds. You get a six-point total. That is the lowest score you could possibly get. But if you get somebody that's like, say, 100, you get 100 points. So you want the lowest possible score. And we are giving away. Let me find it. No, I got it right here. I got it right here. Ah, we're good. We are giving away this awesome Chum Lee portrait. <laughs> yes. Yes. He looks like a, he looks like a fucking Team Flair yeah. grunt. He does. He does. <laughs> And, and I, I don't know. Uh, I know he, he was talking about going. I don't think he's going to be coming to the World Championships anymore. But we are going to have him sign it, so it will be a signed portrait of Chum Lee. And we wait. If you, if you if you if you don't make day two, it's like zero Correct. points, right? 
Um, I don't right, know if I mean, whatever position, like a, whatever, whatever be, position yeah. they fall, like, because they'll have everybody ranked from like first to fucking whoever enters, right? Like, how many people made worlds? No, not if you don't oh, make if you day don't two. Make day two, yeah, then you're yeah. fucked. Okay, yeah. If there's no, if there's no rank, yeah, you're then then you're yeah, that's zero. No, that's not zero. <laughs> that's not zero. You'll it get, just it just doesn't count. You get one less point as the the last rank person. Yeah. So no, like one more point, if, one more if, point. So whoever well, makes day two, say there's how like what. How many people make day two? They, I don't know. Like 100. Okay, so you, you'll get 121. You'll get like 121. 21. There you go. So it'll be something like that. Wait, then you then you would just pick, then you would just pick like five or like three people who don't make day two. Who won't no, make no, day no. two. Who, no, no, you no. Want you want to make low the score. lowest score. You want the lowest score. You want six. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this one to you guys to figure out. No, I you have to pick this shit. You have to pick. You this have shit. to pick three people that top, you think will win world. Three top players that won't win world. That, worlds. Will, that will, will, will. A lowest score wins. Lowest score wins. Who said high score wins? Fuck. All right. Uh, don't pick yourself because so you're not, not winning. Yeah, don't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not picking myself. <laughs> I'm just not kidding. I'm just, You're the only person we told kidding, not to pick themselves. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I have, no, I have faith in you. I have faith in you. I'll be sure. Um, is Torden day? Uh, I don't know. I'll like is Torado? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. You're looking for, he probably looking is. For right? in? <laughs> okay. No, I, well, I'm obviously going to pick three people. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, no, he's not. He's 18th. Europe is top twenty-two. Oh yeah, then he's in. I'll he's pick Tord. Okay. I'll pick right. Tord. Um, and then I should pick someone from like each continent. Sure, that's good. That's, that's good. Let me look at the standings rank. Ugh, I feel bad picking picking Tord. He never does well at Worlds. <laughs> now this, this will be the year. He'll do it for me. Yeah, he says he's coming on after yeah. Worlds, and it's gonna be his victory. Uh, who do I know is working on like a good deck? I'll pick. I'll. I'll pick. I'll pick myself, as in Michael Pram. Michael. Okay, there you go. Pram. And then who's? Picks a, picks a DGG player that's not really on DGG. Right. There's a. There's a South Africa. Holy shit! Oh, you're taking the South <laughs> Africa guy. Dude. No, there's there's three people. Holy crap! There's three people, and none of them have real names. The first one is <laughs> Moons Ten. Like M O O N S. All right, well, he's winning for sure. Moon's ten. Moon. Are they, are they auto dead day two? All three of them. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Should. I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna go to Oceania. What about Japan? Right, I'll, what about Japan? I'll, I'll pick, pick my pick boy, a Japanese boy, player. I'll pick my boy Clifton Go. Clifton Go. <laughs> I will tell you that you are the only person who picked Clifton Go. So I'm picking him because I feel like. He always like he always comes really prepared, and no one else will have picked. Okay, him. yeah, all right, That's, all right, smart. That's good yeah. input. I mean, he, I would, I'd say almost like eighty percent of people pick Pedro Torres. Pedro Torres, nah, man, that guy sucks. Uh, a lot of people pick Torres too. The work. Oh. Maybe I should switch from Torres. No, actually, I, I, I don't like uh, going through it. Like one yeah, we only got we only got one other person picking Torres. Right. You're good. Smart. Clifton's my wild card. He could do really well or really badly. Well, it depends on how bad you want to win this portrait. Let's let's show it. Let's show it I one mean... more time. 
You don't want to win this? Come on, bro. I do want to win it. That's why. That's why I have my money on Clifton. He's smart. <laughs> All right. He's playing. He's playing. He's not tying anyone. He's making sure he's either winning or he's losing. Winning or losing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go big or go home. Sack or scoop. Sacking or scooping. There we go. All right. Once again, that's all the time we have for. So thanks again. <clears throat> Don't forget to subscribe. We got new episodes again every Friday. Check out the merchandise below. But now it's time to scoop it up. Oh, oh, oh.